It's Sunday, March 3rd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. 65% of voters think the country is heading in the wrong direction, according to a poll the New York Times and Siena College published Saturday. Just under half of those surveyed believe President Biden's policies have hurt them personally, which is not encouraging news for the Democratic frontrunner likely to face off against former President Donald Trump in the 2024 presidential election. The poll offers an array of warning signs for the president about weaknesses within the Democratic coalition, including among women, black, and Latino voters, the Times reported. So far, it is Mr. Trump who has better unified his party even amid an ongoing primary contest, according to the poll. Mr. Trump's five-point lead in the survey, which was conducted in late February, is slightly larger than in the last time Siena national poll of registered voters in December. In other news, a Norfolk Southern freight train derailment in eastern Pennsylvania Saturday morning left locomotives and cars piled up along a riverbank, but resulted in no injuries or dangers to the public, officials said. The Nancy Run Fire Company wrote on Facebook Saturday the train derailed near the Lehigh River in Lower Salcon near the Pennsylvania-New Jersey state border. Lower Salcon is about 45 miles north of downtown Philadelphia. No injuries have been reported in the derailment, the fire company wrote. No information was shared on the cause. In world news, Israel has essentially endorsed a framework of a proposed Gaza ceasefire and hostage release deal, and it is now up to Hamas to agree to it, a senior U.S. administration official said Saturday, a day before talks to reach an agreement were to resume in Egypt. International mediators have been working for weeks to broker a deal to pause the fighting before the Muslim holy month of Ramadan begins around March 10th. A deal would likely allow aid to reach hundreds of thousands of desperate Palestinians in northern Gaza who aid officials worry are under threat of famine. The Israelis have more or less accepted the proposal, which includes the six-week ceasefire as well as the release by Hamas of hostages considered vulnerable, which includes the sick, the wounded, the elderly, and women, said the official. A senior Egyptian official said mediators Egypt and Qatar are expected to receive a response from Hamas during the Cairo talks scheduled to start today. Meanwhile, a British-owned ship struck last month by Yemen's Iran-backed Houthi forces has sunk into the Red Sea, UK and Yemen officials said Saturday, threatening to cause an environmental disaster with its cargo of fertilizer. A Houthi missile strike on February 18th had blown a hole in the cargo vessel Rubimar, which was shipping 22,000 metric tons of Saudi fertilizer to Bulgaria. The Houthis have carried out more than 60 attacks in the Red Sea region, upending the shipping industry's ability to travel through one of the world's busiest commercial waterways, which connects Asia to Europe and beyond through Egypt's Suez Canal. Cleaning up any damage to the Red Sea and its coastal areas from the Ruby Mars fertilizer cargo will be complicated by the continued threat from the Hooties. And back in the U.S., Oregon lawmakers have moved to reintroduce criminal penalties for the possession of hard drugs, in effect ending the state's groundbreaking three-year decriminalization experiment. 
In 2020, nearly 60% of voters moved to decriminalize the possession of small amounts of illicit drugs with the passage of Measure 110, but the new law had grown increasingly controversial as the state grappled with the fentanyl crisis and growing public drug use. Lawmakers had recently reached a bipartisan deal to undo a key aspect of the law and make minor possession a misdemeanor while also allocating millions of dollars towards specialty court programs as well as mental health and addiction treatment. The Oregon House approved the $211 million bill earlier this week, followed by the state Senate, which voted to approve the measure on Friday. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.